The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. What's going on? What's up? How are you, sir? Yeah, hanging in there. Yeah? How's your week been? You working? Yeah. Yeah? Nice. Answering phones, putting out fires, the whole nine yards. Yep. Where's my mail? Where's my package? My, I'm not getting mail at my business. Well, is the door locked? Yeah. Well, there you go. Saw the white sauce. That looks good. Yeah, did that yesterday. Did a couple other ones. But it was a busy, 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 busy weekend. Nice. I did, the, a, I was a- did the best ribs of my life on Sunday. Did you use all three of those rubs? Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a Very good nice. one. Oh yeah, I would Ben, I was I was a smoking fool. I had that <laughs> thing had everything running. The grills, the smoker, everything. It was great. What's the difference between I, every other weekend? Aren't you always a smoking fool? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. You just more so. <laughs> you just took it to another more level. That foolery. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> The fools. How many cigars do you have that day? Uh, three. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> hey. The weather was. What, the, the, years the, the weather was. Oh, absolutely. Maybe eight. The, the, the weather was starting to kick up here and there. So, you know, it's getting uneven yep. burns. Don't want to get it wet. You know, the whole nine yards. But let's get going. Today, very excited. We're staying. We're staying local, right? Mm-hmm. We are staying local. We're finally out of it. Not finally, but we're out of the state of Texas. We were hanging out in Texas for a while there. So we are staying local. Today, we are joined by George and Dave of Nor'easter Smoke and Barbecue. Guys, are, are you there? We are. We are. Oh, we are here. Well, up, guys? Welcome to the pit. Thanks for having us. Ugh. So okay. where, where are you guys located? So I'm uh, I'm I'm in uh, uh, in Wayland, Massachusetts. Okay. And I live down in Westport, Massachusetts, kind of facing the Elizabeth Islands, right on the ocean. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice place good... to quarantine. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of good seafood down here. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And and how long have you guys been uh, been friends? Oh, man, we go back 30 plus years. Yeah, yeah. We both had brown hair back then. Um, <laughs> that's, it's been a long, a long ride. That's right. Nice. Now, what made you get into? So, you know, both of you, you're, you know, you have regular jobs. Um, what made you get into barbecue seasoning? Go for what it, David. Barbecue first. Well, George was looking for his retirement. Uh, opportunity and he he looked at the violin briefly and found that that wasn't going to work he just didn't have the he didn't have the patience for it but we we've been doing this for a long time so you know it starts off as as i guess it does with everybody right as a hobby 
And we were both uh, in, in the business world and traveling and traveling and traveling. So smoking and grilling and, and, and making all kinds of stuff to, to, to enhance that experience was something we both did for a long, long time. And we, you know, we talk about it and we share stuff and give stuff to, to, to uh, the families and friends and give gifts to families and friends. And then you try stuff that's more difficult or try things that are a little bit off the beaten path. And so we, it re- truly began as a hobby, right? Which it, it, I think is the case for almost everybody um, that, that, that moves along to something a little bit more, I guess, uh, commercial or industrial. And so and, and probably, oh, just a couple of years back, we started talking about making a business out of this. We were spending a lot of time at it. And I think we started talking about what our core principles would be if we did do that and and how would we be different, right? Because there's a lot of product out there and there's a lot of um, a lot of excellent ideas out there as well. And so if we were to do it, we wanted to make sure that we could stand out in the crowd, so to speak. Um, so so that's kind of that's the that's the I, I think, as I recall, how things happen. I'll turn it to George and see if I missed anything. <laughs> no, that's that's you know, like you have a buddy and you like you start smoking and grilling and you you really screw up a lot and you kind of call and you're like, man, why did that taste like shoe leather? And he's like, <laughs> dude, you you, you got to turn the heat down or you know what's this wood versus that wood? And I'm more of a smoker and David's more of a griller. So and we're completely kind of opposite on all different sides. We we're a good check and balance to you know checking guys out. Nice and what. So what was the um, what was your first rub and, and where did that come from? Where did the idea come from on that? Oh, um, uh, I know. Well, I think I know, but David, you should do. He probably had his first rub. I um, I ran out of meat one day, and it was just I had to get out of the house. I had small kids, and I'm like, shit, I just gotta, you know, smoke fire up the smokers. So I threw salts. I threw. I had lots of Morton salt salt laying around, and uh, so I started smoking salts and. Uh, it, it got tricky a little bit, but then I got it right. And, and the smoke salts just came out great. And so I started putting some uh, time and started smoking some time uh, mm-hmm. and made this thing called smoking time, which kind of the, you know, the pun on the word, but, uh, and people, and I just started giving it to neighbors and they started really liking it. So that's kind of how it first came out. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, um, now you guys package your own stuff. I mean, you guys are doing, your own thing. You're not dealing with a co-packer. Um, you know, like I think when I was talking to you, George, um, you were saying, you know, you're still smoking all the, um, spices that, you know, need to be smoked. Um, you're packaging them, you're shipping them out. Um, where are you guys, um, doing this out of and, um, you know, you guys, you guys shipping all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I think David was co-packing himself out of his Jeep in Fairhaven, Massachusetts this morning, but, uh, uh, he was a little short on supply, so we had to do some quick product uh, uh, manufacturing. But no, we're so we do all the smoking ourselves, hand smoke. It's the only way to do it. I, you know, we don't buy smoked paprika. We we buy sweet paprika and and smoke it ourselves to get the right. And and that's why everything's kind of small batch because it's never this absolutely the same. Yeah. Uh, and then David's out of uh, does a lot down in Westport and even out of Warren, Rhode Island. Uh, we have a clean kitchen so that, you know, when the, when the health inspector comes, we, uh, fly right. Nice. Now what type, what type of wood do you use to smoke the, um, the spices or do you switch it up every now and then? 
Uh, I switch it up a lot. I uh, and I boy have made some mistakes. So um, I'll take I'll take hickory and pecan for the um, uh, the paprika. Yeah. And and David has a sweet touch with applewood on his uh, on applewood on the on, on his salts because he makes it a a fish rub that's just is amazing. Nice. Yeah. And how do you guys and how do you guys collaborate? So you're in one location. You're in another location. Um, you know, who comes up with the ideas? Do you both come up with the ideas and then kind of meet and then try it out? Um, you know, where does, where does the ideas come from? Go ahead, Dave. I, you know, so we came up with our core products when we, when we launched the business, Mike, what we, we didn't want to overextend ourselves. We wanted to make sure that we were providing everybody with a good experience, whether you were a retailer, whether you were buying on our website, um, and, and so we wanted to start off with a core group of products that offered variety and gave you a good sense of what we wanted the products and, and the rubs to, and the salts to stand for. And so essentially, when we entered into it, um, you know, we wanted to make sure we were giving people uh, unique product. As George said, we smoke our own salts, smoke our own paprikas. We, you know, we use our own, our own woods when we're making those products. Um, and so we started off with eight different offerings. And then in terms of, and those, those are from very traditional dry rubs to stuff that's got some nice heat to it. Um, we've got a, 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 we can talk more about the product specifically or the rub specifically, but we've got, you know, stuff for chicken. We've got stuff for seafood. We've got stuff for, for pork and beef and, and, and fowl for sure, all kinds of fowl for sure. And so, you know, we, we, the, the products that we've got now are probably products that George and I have worked on anywhere from probably five years to 20 years and so, refined, refined, refined. So our, our testing lab usually uh, requires a six pack, a kitchen, David's bad music, and then we uh, try to take it from there. There's nice. times in the kitchen, right? We we there's times where we're we're on FaceTime. There are times where, hey, I tried this over the weekend. It was really good. Or as George said, right, to do this. Um, and although both of us have been doing it for a long time, you still get the mulligans and you, you know, that the, the, the days where you say, Oh man, that, that just didn't work out. Um, I love heat, and so I'm always playing with heat. And uh, and that's probably where I started, is really trying different kinds of heat. And, and as time went on, instead of whacking people over the head with the heat hammer, started to try to really make it um, products and, and rubs that even if you if you love heat or if you don't really care for heat, it's got some nice balance. It's got some nice layers to it. And uh, and, you know, George tends to be on the other side of the spectrum. So, so you ask the question of us making stuff when we're in the kitchen. One of the things we make um, one of the, is uh, it's got some, you know, a bunch of peppers in it, ghost pepper, reaper, so on and so forth. So as I'm mixing, he's generally on the other side of the building with a mask on. Uh, yeah. That cloud of that plume comes up, you know. <laughs> well, it's funny because when we were supposed to be in studio, all of us, uh, um, I have a buddy of mine um, who does a, a ghost pepper powder. Um, and he actually, uh, he, developed another one and we were actually going to have you try that because uh i did hear you are a heat guy <laughs> and now are you guys finding out um you know no matter 
what you use for heat, there's always people asking you, you know, do you have something hotter? You know, I want it hotter. I want it hotter. Yeah, it's a great, great point, Mike. You know, we one of the things we had to learn kind of two things, right, is is you don't want to make a product that doesn't live up to people. You know, those of us that love heat, love it. And so it's a fine line. And yet we also know that you can make stuff that just it's so overwhelming. It, it's it's just not going to marry with food. It, it's really almost like a gimmick. Right. And so that's the trick is giving <laughs> the customer what they're looking for in terms of heat, but other flavor profiles as well. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so that's been a trick. And so, for example, oh. we make a rub called Category 5. And, and that's that was just we tested and tested and tested and tested just making sure that the people who love their heat really felt satisfied and, and thought it was a high quality product. Um, and, and so anyway, what do you, what do you, what do you have to say on that one, George? Uh, I was going to say, you know, uh, it was naming a category five is dangerous because it's like, it's hot and it is hot. And I'm, I'm a wuss when it comes to heat, but God, <laughs> for, but God forbid someone like buys a category five and says, eh, it's a three or, and you know, somebody always wants like a 10 and <laughs> yep. David, David tortures me, literally tortures me with all his different dried peppers. And he, and he puts the mixer on without a mask. And then the cloud in the kitchen just grows. And, oh, know, and then he shakes your hand. Now, doing a fish rub is, is probably very important in, obviously, you know, Massachusetts, yeah. um, you know, big seafood um what are some of your other rubs that you guys have um what would you say is your favorite um and what would you say is is by far a customer favorite the uh my well so we're so he's 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 the coast and i'm in the mountains so i like i hang and fish all the if i if i'm not up in the uh, in the white mountains fishing all summer i have i'm not doing something right so um i i love smoky maple cabin Mm -hmm. so i'll I'll take i'll take some (laughs) We'll take uh, local sourced um, uh, maple pellets, and then we'll take some little brown sugar, a little paprika, and and that that's killer. And it started off with my kids making it Saturday morning at bacon, where uh, the kids would have sleepover, and I would be grilling up bacon outside, and I just kind of started throwing a little bit of it on it, and the kids were like jamming it, and and so uh, that was kind of the first one out of the shoot for me. And that's a that's great a, one. The kids do love it. And it's made, that particular rub, you guys, is made with real Vermont uh, maple granules. And you can taste it. And, and as George said, that's simple. Just putting on some some bacon on a, on a Saturday or Sunday morning is just fantastic. Nice. 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 But I think, you know, Mike, just answering, so, you know, we've got all kinds of stuff. One of them probably... You guys can see this. This is our Holy Smokes, which I would say is our most traditional kind of barbecue. It's it's got you know some nice um, some nice sugar, some nice smoke salt in it, and then a real palate wide palate of of flavors that give it you know give it a, a nice um, a nice finished product that you could dry rub something with with for ribs mm-hmm. or you know real for doing a Boston butt that type of stuff, pulling something you know doing some pulled pork that type of stuff. And, um, and then, you know, we try to go down the line, right? So this is one we call Freebird, and Oh, now that's, that's one of my favorites. I'll turn it over to you, George, and just talk about this <laughs> one. But people love this, right? And it works on all kinds of stuff, veggies and chicken and, you know, we've used it on all. Kinds. Yeah, yeah, no. So, so David listens to like lousy 
classic 80s music, but I'm I'm a I'm a southern rock guy. So I just love Leonard Skinner and I crank it when I'm in the pit. <laughs> yep. and, and I kind of concocted the uh the, the chicken one and, and I just was like I just called a free bird that'll kind of make your chicken dance. But I <laughs> I I crack myself up every time I, I play the tunes and cook. <laughs> Oh man, man after Freebird. my own heart. <laughs> exactly. I exactly. always I always have the music going when uh when I got the pits rolling. Oh, absolutely. And you need cigar, it. Yeah, the cigar is a nice a nice added touch too. Oh, for we, sure. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Yep. That's Johnny's. That's Johnny's deposit. Low and slow. I can't do pepper or cigars. <laughs> <laughs> so so guys, on those particular two rubs, what are your um? What are you aiming for uh, flavor profile wise on each one? So, and there's another one. So, okay. So, uh, uh, and then we should talk about magic dust too, because that I didn't realize when I started getting into the rubs and stuff that, you know, some people, some people think sugar and salt are cheats and rubs, you know, and, and David created this magic dust, which blew me away. But when I do the, uh, the Holy smokes, I, I try to get, um, uh, the smoked paprika and the smoked salt on a, on a pork butt would be is, is great. Anything on the pork is uh, on a pulled pork. It's great because you can get a really nice bark. And mm-hmm. if I use the cherry wood, I like I use the cherry cherry wood for color. And somehow it just mixes with the paprika and the and the sugars, and you get this incredible uh, deep, rich smoke. It gets a really heavy, smoky flavor. Um, without overpowering it, without drying the meat. So, cause some guys don't marinate, you know, some guys don't inject, some guys don't do stuff, but even if you do a yep. quick tenderloin for dinner or something, it'll give you that heavier flavor, which, which is nice. We've, you know, that the, the, the flavor profile, I would say we've got some really simple products, as George said, smoking time, which you could almost keep right at your, you know, next to the grill or next to the stove. Right. And it, it works on almost everything. It's, it's got, uh, sea salt that we've smoked, and then it's got thyme and, and a, a little bit about, but it's it's very very simple. We make another one called Smoky Ghost, and same thing. Of course we do. It's a it's a you know it's a seasoning salt, and it's got ghost pepper in it, and a couple of other little little things. But um, you know, very very simple. I think on our on our rubs, particularly the more traditional stuff, whether it's Holy Smokes. Um, well, we've got some brown sugar and other sugars in there, but we, I think the profile we're looking for is in some of the products, um, it's traditional, but at the same time, we don't use any preservatives. We want to make sure we've got enough different stuff in there so that when you're trying it, you're saying, yeah, this is perfect for pulled pork. However, these guys have done something a little bit different to here. This tastes a little bit different. Hey, I really do notice that they're using their own smoked sea salt, for example, or their own smoked paprika. Uh, no preservatives in anything that we use uh, or make. Um, that's kind of our one of our core um, philosophies is just don't use any junk. We don't, we don't use product to fill a bottle, whether it be sugar or salt. And by that, I mean, if you guys know, you, you look at the store, you, you can see that um, it's well it's well msg stuff like that exactly yeah exactly. and then you got to deal with the questions that everybody asks and you know trying to get it in retail locations a lot of you know stores nowadays don't really want stuff that has junk in it exactly yeah. and, and yep. customers as well right they're mm-hmm. they're paying attention now people 
And, and it's funny, you bring up a great point, Mike. It's it, it, unintended. Like we're, when we started this thing, even the name Nor'easter, we wanted a sense of place. You know, so much of what you, you see for product out there has got a Southern connotation, which is, which is not bad at all. Or it's got a, you know, it's a place, it's from a place that's down South. And one of the things we revel in is that, Hey, we're as with you guys, right? You're out and it's a snowstorm or you're cleared off the deck and you've got ice and, you know, we're still grilling and barbecuing and smoking and, and we're out there with a beer and smoking cigars in the dead of winter. Yep. And so that's part of how we came up with the name and then the logo. And, and, you know, same thing. It's like we really anguished to come up with something that was cool and different. Uh, oh, and he's it, got the hat, David. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this doesn't leave my head. It fits perfectly. It's molded to it. <laughs> Love it. So, you know, everything we do, we don't just throw it out there. The products. Uh, the logo itself, um, you know, all of it, we really spend a lot of time. And, you know, back to the Holy Smokes or in Category 5 that we make, um, really, it's the Category 5. Um, you know, the other thing we try to do, you guys, is um, as we expand the product line, you know, everything's got a little bit different color shade, so you know you're buying a different product. So Atlantic Fish is blue, and, and Category 5 has got that heat red to it. Um, Smart. And then, you know, stuff as simple as like we use in the, in the Atlantic fish. Um, so it's got lemon peel, it's got orange peel, again, our own smoked sea salt in it. And, and when we created this back to flavor profiles and what are you trying to do? You know, think of when you go buy, if you like fish it, and people who like fish love fish, right? So when you go and buy some beautiful New Bedford scallops or you're getting some nice right. Atlantic you know, swordfish, you don't want to, you want to taste the fish, right? If that's, if that's your jam and it's, I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we went, we made this, so you taste it and it enhances it. Um, so that was, that was a biggie for us as we went through kind of making sure when we dropped the gavel on a product that it was something where people could say, yeah, this is better than just about anything I, I've tried out there. And it's I, really I have, good for this. I have, I have a question, Mike. When you do a brisket, are you doing like a Dalmatian rub? I mean, or do you do any? I mean, there's so much. That's one of these. It's it's still it's a Jedi Knight meat for me where I cannot get it perfect. I mean, I'll get an A minus, but I can never nail it. And I'm, everybody's debating whether, you know, just do a Dalmatian rub or do something. And, you know, you're the, you, you're the pro at it. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I use salt, pepper, garlic, a um, little paprika, um, some seasoning salt. Um you know, I, I try and keep it simple only because that's what the customers want. Um, and also your price point, you know, you have to, you can't be spending a ton of money on rubs. Um, so, I mean, for my brisket, I always use the same thing. It's basically salt, pepper, garlic, a uh, little seasoning salt, um, a couple other things in there. Um, but, and I do, I do a light coating, you know, just enough to coat the brisket um, and then throw it in the smoker. Um, you know, and, and when I talked to you the other, uh, while back and you were doing the the wedding party um you know you could do a brisket the day before um you could do a brisket you know night before whatever um and then just reheat it back to temp and you'll still get a perfect product Um, i forgot to tell you thank you you saved my ass i i don't (laughs) know if the other guys know it but uh we my daughter was getting married and uh uh we had to do a foxhole retreat and do a small thing in the backyard and it was last minute. And the only thing I had was a, a Wagyu brisket in my freezer that scared me and was intimidating. And, and Mike walked <laughs> Not me Not a bad it. thing to have in your freezer. The, uh, 
well, you, you saved my ass. Cause I, I was, you know, not only do you have to have no wedding at a church or anything else you got to do in your backyard, then you're cooking for everybody. And I've never done a brisket. Well, so you saved my butt. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. And I, and I mean, you know, I'm in business, so I do this for a living. So I tend not to say what I use in my rubs. Um, right. you know, I need to keep something a secret. Um, That's but right. the one thing that I liked about yours is it's, it's not overpowering. You still can taste the, the meat, chicken, you know, whatever you put it on. So your protein's coming first and then the rub is second, you know, but it, but it's a nice, it's a nice flavor. Should always you know, be- some of these rubs you put on and it's all you can taste is rub. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you could, and you could tell that there was nothing, you could tell there was no stuff in it, you know, fillers, you know, stuff like that. Um, it was a real nice, crisp, um, you know, flavor. So, you know, I just want to let you guys know that great job on that. Very cool. Thank you, man. So what, what is it that you guys like to make on week? So if somebody said tomorrow it's Saturday and you got the day off, what, what would each of you guys choose? <laughs> I don't, uh, doing it for a living. I don't really do it on my own. I don't eat the stuff. Um, so I very, I mean, I, I like to grill and stuff like that, but I very rarely eat smoked barbecue. Um, if I do something and if I have a new product, then I always have other people sample it because, you know, I'm biased and one, I want to know what, you know, they think of it b- before I think of it um, or what I think of it. Um, so I, I really don't cook a ton at home. I mean, I'm doing it all the time. So, you know, Johnny's, you know, Johnny's different. Johnny will tell you, you know, he'll cook, you know, Saturday, Sunday, um, when I'm not cooking, I just kind of like to, you know, relax and hang out. I mean, you know, and then my wife get, has me doing, you know, stuff around the house. So, <laughs> yeah, I do, a, I do a lot of um, uh, basically meal prep for the week, really. So I'll, I'll have a pork butt on, a couple racks of ribs on the smoker. Then I'll have the two, I got a couple uh, Weber kettles going so I'll have, you know, chicken thighs, legs, quarters going on those. So I'm always, I always, every weekend I always have something going on. That's awesome. How, what, did you hear, I was just today, I was like, I went down to Restaurant Depot and they're starting to open it up to the public now? Yes. Yeah. They're, uh, and they're going to start doing deliveries as well. Yeah, they're allowing like, like, uh, like the big box stores like BJ's, Costco, they're offering that like day, quote unquote day pass, but you don't have. You can basically just walk in. You don't have to go to the counter, get your day pass to go through. Just uh, opened it wide open to everybody, just for another, uh, uh, you know, another, another source of where you can get get your food at, other than the grocery stores. Well, that used to be like my hidden gem where I could get the meats because, you know, you don't have to fight at Costco for a crappy piece of whatever. And and uh, we'd go down there and, and it was there. And it's 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 it looks like Russia, man. It's the stores are empty. The this big warehouse and there's nothing there anymore. And I was like, where did everybody go and where did it go? And they said, yeah, they just opened up to the public yesterday. Yeah. And the word got out real quick, too. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just think Restaurant Depot. It's you know, the restaurant industry is one of the most fat. You know, it's a fast paced industry. But when you go to Restaurant Depot, that checkout line, you're going to take about an hour, hour and a half to get through that checkout line. Uh, right. And there's no social distancing in that line. No, no, no. God no. 
Nope. So, guys, we got a question from the chat. Charlie Baker uh, wants to know, is, do you guys have a worst fail for making rubs? <laughs> nice, funny story of a good, nothing like a good fail in the process. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you mine because mine happened. It, it, it mine's a continual fail. It's like the landmine you just keep like stepping on, and you hear the click, and then you realize you have to blow up. The uh, I didn't realize so. So you try to smoke paprika, right? And you think okay, you try to keep the temperature low, but it gets over a certain number of hours, and pushing the three hundred, it combusts, and it is the most acrid stink pot smell you could ever have. <laughs> And it just wipes out your smoker for at least a weekend. You got to clean it out and it literally combusts like a, a little, little, little spark will come up and hit the, hit the powder and it'll just burn like a oil patch. It's, it's nasty. Wow. Now when you're, when you're smoking, um, are you, are you just putting a pan and then just, you know, sprinkle it on the, on the pan? Well, I mean, I is, have, there, is there a, yeah, I have specialized pans that, uh, mm -hmm. that will, Bring the air underneath too, and on top, and on the sides, but without, okay. without you know doing it. And then uh, you just try to do like I, I love my uh, my backwood smoker here that I mm -hmm. I, I will uh, I can get six or seven racks going at a time. Um, but it's it's a tricky temp. It's te uh, salt is really very temperature sensitive. If you get it too hot, it crystallizes and won't take smell, and then you've just got gray product that tastes like shit. So, you know, you got to really, really monitor it, but, um, and, and no water in the pan, no water in the pan. Okay. Dave, you're next. <laughs> David's you know, never failed. You know, to this day, and I will say, I'll give you a specific and then a general answer. So the, the general one, right, is to this very day, brisket is still Russian roulette. And it, it, for every one perfect, you get one that's average and one that's not so great. Um, and that's really trying to be a student and paying attention to it. But my, probably my worst fail, I, I, two things, I love heat and I tend to overcook volume. So it, this was not smoking or grilling, but I made a big batch of chili. And so I, I, I had smoked some beef and, and gone through all this other stuff. When I made it, I made about five gallons and you know, I, I never really tasted it, but I put in some of my ghost product and, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be great. I'll give it away to family and everything else. Well, I took one taste about two hours into simmering it and immediately I'm sweating and my tongue is on fire. And this is before swallowing. So she's adding more <laughs> five gallons of product, you guys. And I'm like, I would have to, I would have to dilute this in a swimming pool for anybody in my family to be able to eat it. So that was probably the worst uh, move by me. It was, it was a combination of way too hot and way too much. And uh, it was, it was, it was a disaster. So, <laughs> so what'd you do? Uh, well, I ate it as long and as much as I could. And when I say it was me, it was only me. So yeah, there was no, you know, some stuff you could fix. This was, there was just no fix in this one. H hence his hair has fallen out by now. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you can always, as they say, right. And that was a while back, but you can always, you can always add in, you can't take out. And that was a valuable <laughs> lesson for me. <laughs> Nice. Oh, yeah. Thank Seems you. like you learn a lot of lessons uh, on the barbecue trail. I've learned many. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah. so guys, we got a lot of listeners from everywhere. Um, where, and, and even the listeners from this area, you know, where can everyone find your products, you, you know, website, uh, in different stores in this area? Yeah. So the, the website's the best right now. It's, it's www.noreasterbbq.com. And you got, we got different, different sizes and, uh, we can go there and then there we're starting in the ACE hardware stores. And then, you know, the COVID kind of really shifted us way back to e-commerce because there's not a lot of people cruising into non-essential stores right now. Oh, for sure. So it's the e-commerce is the one that's good. And, you know, uh, we sell in different sizes. So we've got a dinner size, like uh, just for like if your wife wanted to put something on a steak. And then we've got the the, the kitchen size. And then we can sell if, you you know, people message us if they want to do a competition size. We'll just cry a vac it and send it out. So, you know, oh, you don't nice. have to send, send the product uh, uh, on glass. You can just get the product. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And Ace Hardware is a great place to uh, – have products and they do a lot for the barbecue the barbecue world absolutely nice selection yeah. of everything that's right yeah 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 a lot, a lot of them a lot of especially the aces they do a lot of um uh weekend demonstrations with uh with local barbecue guys they'll have them in on a saturday and because they'll, they'll sell the weber and the, the grill section so they'll have those out and they'll take a local guy i, I know our friend steve ray I think he's done it a few times down in Ottawa, Tennessee, and I, actually, I know the, his local one. They actually had Myron Mixon come in one weekend, and he was he was cooking for everybody, which was a pretty good pretty good deal. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, you guys, you guys should get into it. Um, they they'll they'll put something out um once like once a year or a couple times a year. Um, I've done one in Concord. Um. And it's basically you just go set up, you set up a tent, you set up a smoker um, or grill, whatever, and you're just handing out samples. Yeah. And, you know, people are just trying your product where that would be, you know, you already have an in, so that would be huge. Yeah, you guys I mean, should definitely check into that. That's awesome. I, I am like, so it's it's like barbecue porn. I'm like, I, I do email David like late at <laughs> night and like, I'm like, look at this rig, man. I got to get this rig and it's got a double thing. And you think we can take trays of salt and put it in this thing? My wife's like, what are you doing? Who are you texting in the middle of the night? <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> uh, so, guys, um, uh, we're, we're actually running out of time a little bit, but where can um, where can everyone find you guys personally, social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, things of that nature? We are at Nor'easter Barbecue. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, we'll see. We're definitely in, we, you know, we're always cruising the new England Pitmasters. Love yeah. that. Um, so, uh, feel free. And, and look, this is, we, this is a passion. So, you know, email us, we'll email you back. David, David likes to write hand letters. I don't know why I, but he likes to like, he'll write you back. I mean, that's, it's kind of, he's like old, old it's school. It's that I, personal I touch. I got one. <laughs> And we like talking about it too. We try different things, you guys, you know, for just whether it's, for example, I'm always fooling around with shellfish down here, trying stuff like that on the smoker. We, we do like to, to play around with different stuff and we like to interact with people who are trying new and different things too. And you know what, what we know what we should do is I'll throw it out. We, we're coming up with different rubs all the time and I'd love to create a rub, give you guys the list of the ingredients. And then if you can have a naming competition, uh, on your on your podcast, we'll throw out the 
the, the sweatshirt swags and stuff for those who can come up and name it. Cause we, we do limited edition runs all the time. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, that would be cool for sure. For sure. So yeah, you said, uh, new, you know, new, I, I, I've seen you in the new England pet masses. We actually got, a we got a few of the, a few to get guys on actually a couple of different groups, new England pit masters, um, Texas barbecue chapter and, uh, Actually, the shirt I'm wearing right now, the Big Six Sexy Barbecue Society with uh, <laughs> Chef Johnny from Texas Style Barbecue and Cuisine. So yeah, we we got uh, we we got a few groups in here checking everything out, and then you know I know I know you guys are definitely part of the um, uh, New England Pitmasters for sure. So well, we're, we're we're still rookies in this biz. We're, we've got so much <laughs> to learn from you guys. You know, we're 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 just we're just having it's shits and grins. We're just having a lot of fun doing it. And making a lot of mistakes along the way, but uh, you know it's it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool to do. That's what it's all about, guys. Just have fun with it. That's it. That's it. And, uh, so I don't know, you guys, if you've checked into it. Um, Rubs of Honors from the uh, Barbecue News Magazine. Um, you know, American Royal Rub Contest, um, the NBBQA um, con- Awards of Excellence. You guys, I don't know if you're familiar with any of those. Um, but you should definitely check those out and, you know, enter your product um, because, you know, once you, once you do win, um, then, you know, you can, you could obviously put that on the label and it just, you know, it goes a long way. Wow. That'd be awesome. For sure. And then there are always good times to attend as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say thank you, guy, for you know having us on, keeping it local. We're just we're excited to be able to talk barbecue in New England, which is uh, usually <laughs> unusual. <laughs> for sure, no, no doubt. But George, Dave, thank you so much uh, for joining us. We t- appreciate you taking time out of your day to uh, to come shoot a fat with us for a little while. So thank you. Stay safe, you and, guys. Happy grilling. And, and uh, so, just need to say something. Um, this is going to be my last podcast on the show. Um, I just got stuff going on, uh, messy mics that I can't get there on Tuesdays anymore. Um, so I wish Johnny the best of luck. Um, but you know, this is this is my last podcast. Um, you know, I wish it would keep going, but I just don't have time to to get there anymore to the studio and, and do this. So, absolutely, brother. You know, f- thank you, thank you. Uh, no, we uh. We made a hell of a hell of we made a hell of a fucking team, yeah. <laughs> you know. And you know, with, with with everything you got going on, especially with I can't say it, you know. It's still yeah. you know pots unknown things going on with messy mics, but uh, but yeah, Soon. you know the um, <laughs> the 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 seats always open. Talk about Thank everything you. that's going on, brother. You know that I love you. You know nope. I love you like a brother, and. Uh, all right, I, I ain't going to get it. I love you like here. my mother. Ooh. <laughs> you sick, you kinky little vixen, you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, guys, um, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. And on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You'll have all our uh, catalog of previous shows right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Pit Life BBQ. 
And questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and like always, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And a, uh, you know, a, just a real quick reminder, this Saturday, uh, the Baseball and Barbecue Podcast will be um, dropping the episode that I was, uh, they were nice enough to invite me on. And uh, you'll hear me travel down uh, memory lane with the boys going to Fenway Park with, uh, with my dad and my grandfather over the years. So, you know, a little barbecue talk, a lot of fun. Len and Jeff are great guys. Check them out. But, um, yeah, that's it. George, Dave, thank you again. Ben, nice, thank you. See you guys. And uh, until, nice. ne- until next week. All right. Keep Stay the smoke safe. Ro- Have fun. You too, brother. <laughs> Till next week. Keep that smoke I rolling. Smoke rolling. Attention cigar smokers, or even friends of a cigar smoker. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club. For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend will receive four different premium handmade cigars every month. And shipping and handling is included. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com, and go to the Cigar of the Month Club. You can stop anytime because there's no contract, but you won't because this is a tremendous deal for our listeners. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com, and click the Cigar of the Month Club. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.